Welcome to Mindfully Integrative Podcast with your host, Dr. Damaris G. Mindfully Integrative is a podcast discussing ways toward mindfully incorporating integrative health into our lives. This podcast will have informative resources, fun topics, interviews, and discussions relatable for today with a true mindful perspective in a mind-body holistic life approach. Hello. This is Dr. Damaris Maria Grossman, and thank you again for joining in on the Mindfully Integrative podcast. And I just wanted to let you know of our upcoming events and things. So if you want to know and reach out, our resources and our membership is opening soon. So check out mindfullyintegrative.com for more fun and more info. Thanks so much and talk with you soon. Hi, how are you? My name is Damaris Grossman. I am an integrative family nurse practitioner and holistic nurse, a certified yoga nurse. And I am here to talk today about powerful healing for powerful living. Now that kind of contains a many aspects and we're just going to touch base on a few things. Um, the way you think, your prana, which is your breathing, postures, um, how you present yourself and um, move, and then power foods. So objectives for this uh, PowerPoint are uh, what is and describing what power thinking is and how um, it is affecting your everyday living, identify power foods and how that it can be increased in your overall energy, identify powerful breathing techniques, um, compare and contrast powerful yoga poses versus inferior yoga poses, but that's not even just posture for yoga, but postures in general, and then postures that are inferior. Um, describe powerful sequences that you can do, um, not just in yoga, but in your life, and then using a powerful life um, poses and sequences in a chair. Describe the powerful sequence standing. Describe the powerful yoga nidra, and, let's, and we'll perform a um, guided meditation at the end. So what is it to be a power thinker? So a power thinker um, uses their words with intention. Um, what they say really matters. Um, they really try to change their thought process of negative to positive because you can have five negatives and one positive and it's just, it takes so much effort sometimes to really get that negatives washed away. So you really have to um, have at least five positives to get rid of one negative and you constantly are, um, you have to work at it. It takes time. Um, your breath, um, chewing gum can help um, make you be a better positive um, thinker. And that's because um, taking more time, the um, enzymes within the um, mouth um, help with kind of it's a thinking process. It's just another way of being mindful. Um, drinking water, that is a factor in the sense of when you have your body, which is made up of about 70% of water and you're drinking um, an adequate amount, you actually have clearer mind and clearer um, thought process, uh, less sugar and fats. Um, your body only needs about 36 grams of sugar, which is like nine teaspoons. Um, the average, uh, meal, just one cup of coffee or cereal usually has that nine teaspoons. The average person over eats about a hundred grams per a meal. Um, and then another power thinker, they use their senses, meaning they don't just think about one, how they act, but they, f they think 
and feel something. So when they make decisions, they use their senses of touch, smell, see, thought, and it's a, an embody of a holistic uh, way of thinking. Other things that they may do is they may doodle, they may use artwork. Um, they don't doesn't mean that they're an artist per se, but they may take art and doodling to just kind of um, take themselves away from a situation to help um, get them through or just uh, brainstorm, people would call it also. Um, they also use this way of getting out of autopilot, uh, thinking more positive, um, decluttering their life, and um, being outside in nature. As you see here in this picture, I'm sitting underneath a beautiful cherry blossom tree and taking a moment to breathe and be within nature. So we all can be power thinkers, you know, just with a little bit of uh, good intention, transforming our way of thinking and positivity. You know, um, positive thought is very possible. Um, I notice for myself, um, being a new mom, I find myself always having some moments of negativity and I realize that, you know, I have to just transform and change the thought process and say, you know what, I have a beautiful baby. I wake up every day. I'm grateful for my breath. I'm grateful for my life and I'm grateful for, um, this creation that I've made. Um, with my husband and ourselves and, and another adventures that we will have. Um, like in your mind, you have to realize that, um, you're five times more likely to have negative thoughts than you are positive. And you just have to change that way of thinking. I mean, it's really hard because, you know, you'll realize in your life and as you see with other people that they're going to have negative thought process and it's just changing that way of thinking each and every day. Um, and you can do it. You know, you kind of have to think outside the box. You know, it, it's not the just work and play and make money and and or um, you'll always notice there'll be somebody in your life that is a complainer or always negative and always upset and always having things to um, they're not happy with. Why is that? You know, that just might be um, it could be a mental health um, situation. It could be just the way in, in that is going on in their life at this moment. Um, they may not have um, the elements of wellness that are making them healthy. Um, and I go about that uh, in another uh, PowerPoint, and that's uh, the 12 points of wellness. Actually, it's about 15 points of wellness and, you know, financial security, family security, life, spirituality, like those aspects are part of feeling good about yourself too. So, you know, just positive thinking is not just about having the thought process. It's also having the actions that will make you um, have a better life. So here in this slide, um, I just have a picture of the brain and the different parts of the brain. So you've got the frontal lobe, the somatocortex, somosensory, uh, parietal lobe, occipital lobe, and it just shows the different parts of the brain. I'm not here to do a neuro um, lecture, but I'm just trying to represent um, initial information, even though the brain, all of these things that I put here are still kind of associated with the entire brain, but for the most part, you, um, neurosurgeons and neurologists have stated that the frontal lobe is associated with reasoning, planning, speech, movement, and emotion. But when they really looked at it, the neuroplasticity and the way that our brain um, neurons function, it actually is throughout the brain. But they say that, you know, for the most part, um, 
major parts of the frontal lobe is that. The parietal lobe, which is on the sides, associated with recognition, perception. Um, the occipital lobes is associated with visual, and that's toward the back. So if this was ever injured, you could have um, problems with vision. Um, the temporal lobes is by the ears, um, and that is usually associated with speech, memory, and hearing. Um, medulla oblongata has to do with feelings. Hippocampus has to do with a lot of hormones. Um, and the limbic system uh, or the prefrontal cortex and also is emotional. And um, another big one of that is uh, abdelagata, um, medulla oblongata and the amygdala has to do with anger and, and kind of fight or flight. And why do I bring this up? I bring this up because that um, when you're trying to kind of reprogram yourself and your life, you are also kind of reprogramming the thoughts and the way that you think. So your mindful ways and the way that you're trying to be is part of that um, change and getting yourself to um, rethink and build more memory, more movement, more positive thoughts. So how is a power thinker compared to someone that is like powerless or not of powerful thought. Now, a power thinker does not mean that they are powerful and that they are the most important person or egotistical or um, narcissistic. A power thinker is just a way of changing. So how do you compare the two necessarily? So a power thinker shows gratitude, compliments others' successes. They, they like to read often. They want to find facts. They don't like to know about alternative thinking. They want real truth. They want it to know what is going on. They're more joyful. They embrace change. Um, they have to-do lists. They're like really wanting to excel and, and change. Sometimes they just want to be within the moment, but at times you'll notice they've really um, grown. Now, how does that compare to someone that's powerless? Like, so a power thinker still is always learning. You know, on the opposite end, a powerless person may not be learning. Maybe they just kind of go with whatever, you know, they call it parroting in a sense, where they just kind of repeat the same thing other people are saying without really learning about the facts. Um, a power thinker is willing to forgive. A powerless person is more willing to have a grudge. And um, someone that is a power thinker is willing to brainstorm and change their perspective on something, even if they may not agree with it, but they're trying to um, get more ideas out. A, brain, um, a powerless person may be angry, blame others, and not willing to change their perspective. Um, the power thinker, they try to defy odds and get through life struggles. They're, they're not necessarily competitive, but they're willing to um, get through the challenges a little bit more. Um, they take the time to make lemonade out of lemons. So that powerless person will be like, see the glass half empty? A power thinker thinks of the glass as half full. So it's really about trying to see one side or the other. Now, is one right or the other? There's times when you are a power thinker and there's times when you may feel doubt. I actually feel that some of the powerless moments make us better power thinkers. So you kind of have to have one and the other to be the best power thinker that you can be or the best positive person that you can be. Because if you haven't seen the negative, you'll never really know what it is to be positive. Um, power thinkers are usually pioneers in the field. They're goal setters and um, 
they know what it is to have good fat and good exercise. Um, and they usually don't uh, eat a lot of uh, sugary foods, alcohol, consume um substances that are uh, like al not even just alcohol, drugs and things that your body really does not need. So successful people, um, they compliment themselves. They're complimentary to other people. They have a sense of gratitude. They forgive others. They're willing to give credit for victories of other people. They're not, they don't take all of the credit. They're willing to kind of collaborate together. They watch less TV, they're more reading, they're, and not necessarily reading, maybe even audiobooks. They're just trying to learn things that they may not know on a regular. They're trying to find out um, different ideas. And if they don't know something, they're willing to say, hey, I don't know this and let me figure it out or find an expert in that field. They share information, usually a little bit more joyful. They have to-do list projects, um, they operation operate on like a transformational way of thinking of how do I make things better? I want to succeed. They want to journal. They want to do things. Now, an unsuccessful person, as you probably know of somebody, and even if this may be at some point in your life um, where you have said to yourself that you might have hold, held a grudge, you may not have wanted to journal, you may not have, you may think of the world is um, all about you. You may criticize others. You may see people that have done this. Um, you may be angry, you may fear change. Now, unsuccessful people not necessarily mean that they're all bad, but this might have been some point where you have observed this in your family and your friends, or yourself. You know, this could be just a period of time in your life where you were this way and now you want to change and this might be the time that you're going to do that. Um, so it's just kind of really changing the way your thought process is so that your power thinking makes you more of a success per se, a, a, a go-getter. So power superfoods, what does that entail? What exactly is that? So power superfoods or superfoods are the nutrient-rich foods considered um, in your body that you can have that will give you the most amount of um, nutrients and vitamins uh, for its pack. So it's like the most amount in a packed amount of food, and even in a small amount that will give your body what it will need on a regular. So these things are like avocados, which has like the good fat, um, blueberries, very uh, brain antioxidants, kale's got the spinach, the vitamin K, cocoa powder, goji berries, acai powder, coconut powder's got or coconut oil, a lot of that um, good fats again, chia seeds for omega three, and also for helping with uh, breaking down um, the other uh, bad. Um, simple carbohydrates or the uh, simple fats, uh, seaweed that has really good with omegas. Um, it's a good choice instead of doing chips. Another alternative to um, salty things is um, just maybe some uh, nuts with a slightly salted uh, mango steam, which is a, uh, a, a superfood that you can get for that may combat cancer and inflammation. Um, Maca powder, that is a root powder, hemp seeds, uh, probiotics. Now, probiotics vary. I have a whole topic on uh, probiotics and the microbiome, and we're really in its infancy talking about microbiome and the probiotics, but there is definitely a number of research with the NIH on how 
effect of probiotics are within the body, even um, from infants all the way up to um, elderly. I give probiotics to my little infant and I take probiotics daily, uh, women's health probiotics, and so does my husband. Garlic um, is very good for the gut, but it's also very good for circulation. And there's many other things here. You can see uh, grapefruit, flax seeds, raspberries, kiwis, tomatoes, um, cilantro, and uh, many other, and vitamin C, zinc. So there's no way, walnuts for the brain. So that there is a variety of fruits. Um, I bet you, you probably have your own uh, amount of uh, type of superfood that you would like. And let's discuss further in the chat or at some point, something that you like as your superfood. Maybe you're making a smoothie out of it. Maybe you have it with yogurt. Maybe it's um, just your daily oatmeal, whatever that may be. Um, let me know. I'd really like to hear your thoughts. So what is prana and how is that referencing to powerful breath? So to the power of thinking and it's one of the p's and it's called prana in yoga world they call it prana pranayama which is fiery breath life force breath um and in like just everyday life your breath can really bring you calmness it can bring you energy it can be um beneficial to help relaxation help decrease fight or flight but help um Increased fight or flight, it really depends upon the situation, but your breath is what um, brings you energy and helps relax you also. So in this um, picture here is myself and some colleagues of, I was part of a social director a few years back and for veterans on, um, and we were at a race, like a 5K race, and we did, um, Toward the end of the race, we were just kind of celebrating, had our hands up, and um, this say there was a 5K, maybe a 13-mile half marathon. And we were at the end and just very excited, put our hands up, and you notice we're just proud, positive. And this is actually a pose that I'll show you later, but that V-shape, see the hands up, we got the flag, you know, we're just being very um, excited and happy. So what is power postures, power posturing? What does that mean? So there's different ways of posturing yourself in a powerful way. You can be inferior and you could be superior. And mind, be mindful that power posturing can be negative and can also be very positive. But what does it mean to have inferior posturing and superior posturing? As you can see in this picture below, you have someone slouching, you have someone with their hands behind their their head, you have a Wonder Woman kind of pose with their hands on their hips, you've got someone kind of looking down, cross leg, someone just hurting their neck, someone looking down on the table. The top shows you the power pose, the bottom is more lower powering, submissive looking. Now, are each one of these wrong? No, it just depends upon the situation and what you're trying to do. These pictures were presented by Amy Cuddy from Harvard. She is a did a ton of research on power posturing and she showed that when you present into these postures, she then had um, saliva uh, tests done on your cortisol levels that you actually have more confidence and um, 
are able to do more with the way in which you present yourself. So you could be in one of these poses, like the Wonder Woman pose, or the hands on the hips or the head head back and just kind of like hanging out. And if you did this for five minutes before you went into a job interview, your, your um, confidence levels would be higher. Here's the actual data that was presented by Amy Cuddy's research that a change in your testosterone and your cortisol levels after doing two minutes of power posing. So in the previous slide, we were talking about the power posing of having your hands up, you could have your hands at your hips. So if I was standing up and or slouching back or, you know, even having your hands or your legs crossed, not doing the power posing showed that you had less confidence, less cortisol. Having the power posing showed you had more testosterone, more confidence, more um, ability to kind of command a room, let's say. So there is showing that what you do and how you present yourself really can give you the confidence and the, and the effort to um, make a difference. And like, let's say let's getting the, a job interview, you go and you know, put your hands in your hips and say, I've got this. And, you know, your power thinking, power, positive thinking, you know, and you got the posture and you're, you're ready to go. And you go into that, that interview and you nail it because you feel confident and you feel, um, that your, uh, uh, your body actually exudes more testosterone in confidence. So how do we apply this to, let's say, um, chair health when you're in your office or you're at work and you want to take this to um, power pose, not just doing hands at the hips, but you want to figure out a way. How can I do a little bit of stretching and movement um, in my day so that I can have a powerful way of just stretching and getting out and being active, but yet may, may not be able to go for a run? So what I would recommend is you can just get into your chair, sit nice and comfortably, place your uh, feet onto the floor. I call your core and your center body from head to toe, your corridor of strength or your health center of foundation. These shoulders up and back gives you um, a better posturing. Active sitting is considered when you press your feet down into the floor, you bring your belly button up and in, you bring your shoulders up and back, you imagine there's a string at the center of your heart and your chest, it's going all the way up to the ceiling to the sky, your head is nice and tall, you take a breath in, take a breath out. And then sometimes posturing can manage when you're talking passively. So how do you passively sit? You're just, you're not necessarily slouching, but you're sitting, your feet are still kind of pressed into the floor. You're kind of typing. You still have a little bit of awareness, but you're not um, completely slouched over. Mountain pose and even in the chairs, just kind of stretching your arms up, reaching up to the sky, going to the left, going to the right and then bringing the hands down. And then when you bring your hands to the side, you can reach your chest up and they call that cobra pose or cat, cat cobra and bringing it down. Cat, cow in the yoga world or just stretching inward and outward. And then if you get very tired, you can bring one leg over or crisscross, um, kind of stretching out the hips and you're gonna lift up the chest and turn 
Come back center, lift up the chest and turn. And then roll the shoulders up and back. How would you apply this sequencing if you were trying to do some yoga poses? You could you don't have to but in some aspects um, there are uh, mountain poses straight up half moon is standing with one arm back and forth Cobra like I said was it's a straight stretch warrior poses I'll come up see if you could see slight bend of the knees arms out lunge foot forward and up I'll send you pictures of these. I'll, these are just a couple poses that you can do. Power rest is just as important as power posing, power movement, and our outer physical body and how we present ourselves. The inner self and our surrendering will give us that strength and at peace within when we really look inward. So we're just gonna do, they call it yoga nidra, um, a restfulness, power rest. We're going to do a gentle body scan. And we're gonna start from the feet all the way up to the head. And we'll go through that briefly. And uh, I'll show you more, send you more links to some of my other body scans and quiet meditation. And we'll just go through an, a five minute body scan. So come with me and let's go through that now. You could do this easily at any time in your work, in your life. If you just kind of need to reset, you can be doing the sitting, lying, or um, standing wherever you are, even at work or in life, wherever you're um, able to do this. I recommend it usually toward later in the afternoon or evening so that you can rest and just kind of get through the day. Um, so what we're going to do is first press your feet down into the floor or, or notice your feet. So you're going to notice your big toes and your on your left foot and your right foot. You're going to curl those toes in and then you're going to release them. You're going to wiggle the left foot and then you're going to lay it down. You're going to wiggle the right foot and then let it sit. You're going to observe your calves and your legs and just put a gentle awareness and noticeability there. Take a breath in and out. See if there's a heaviness on the left leg or the right leg. I want you to bring your legs in and then extend them out. Press the feet down into the floor or your heels down into the floor. See if there's a heaviness, if it's light. Just be aware. And then coming toward your hips, noticing on the left side if it's a little heavy. Going to the right side if it's a little heavy or light. You're going to just twist one side and the other. And then coming to your belly, you can bring your hands at your belly. See if there is a little bit more movement there, a little bit more um, anxiousness or tiredness or just excess movement or decreased movement. Kind of just put your hands there and 
Take a breath. Breathe in. Exhale it out. And then coming up to the middle of the chest, you notice maybe in your ribs, bring your hands to that ribs in your chest and see if you can bring the breath there. Maybe there's a tightness or maybe it's just quick breath. Try to breathe in here for a count of three. Inhale one, two, three. Exhale one, two, and three. And then bring your hands. Let's bring that up to the upper chest. Sometimes when we have quick, shallow breaths, we really kind of just want to slow that breath down. So instead of, we want to lower the breath. Inhale. Feel the rise of the chest. And exhale. Inhale. And lower. And then bring an awareness to the shoulders. First the left side, maybe we'll wiggle it out and then lower it down. And then the right side, wiggle it out and then lower it down. And bring a steady awareness down to the arms on the left side, the left elbow. Just feel how it feels. Maybe it's light, maybe it's heavy. And then bring your awareness down to the wrists. Maybe roll the wrist one side and then the other. And then to the fingers, I want you to squeeze the fingers tight and then open them. And then each finger, I want you to just wiggle them one by one, pinky, ring finger, middle finger, pointer, and then the thumb. Take a squeeze, tighten it, and then relax. And then go to the right side, wiggle that right shoulder, and then bring an awareness down to the elbow. Maybe open it up, close it. And to the forearm and the wrist, roll the wrist one way and then the other. And then coming to the fingers, you're gonna squeeze the hand and then open, squeeze and then open. Then you're gonna wiggle the pinky, the then the pointer and the middle finger. Then that ring finger too, and the thumb. Open and close, now open and close both hands. Just tighten and then relax. And then coming up to the neck area, you know, sometimes our throat and our um, neck can get very tight. We're either maybe looking down too much on the computer and the phone, you know, really be aware of those muscles and kind of First, crunch your neck, your chin to the chest, and then lift up, and then chin to the chest, and then lift up. Take a moment here. Breathe in, breathe out. And then coming to the face, your lips, maybe tighten the lips, and then relax. Tighten, and then relax, and then open up the mouth. Stick out the tongue and say, ah. Breathe in through the nose, stick out the tongue, lion's breath, they could call it and say, H-A-Ha sound. <sighs> then you can close the mouth or slightly open with the teeth and go, breathe in, and then exhale through the teeth. It's a cooling breath, satali breath, or you can take the tongue, stick it out, curl it if that's possible for you 
breathe out. And then take awareness to the cheeks. Close the eyes tight and then open. Wiggle your nose, wiggle your nose up, wiggle your nose down, side to side. Smile, frown, smile again, and exhale. Take a notice to your eyes, close them tight, 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 and open. Bring an awareness to your left and right ear. Maybe see if you can wiggle them or just go side to side with your neck. You know, we have two ears to listen twice as much as we speak. Take that into consideration. Be a bigger and active listener than you are necessarily a vocal speaker. Twice as much to listen one time in your speaking, being an active listener. And then coming to your forehead, maybe crunch the forehead and the eyebrows and then tighten it and then loosen, tighten and then loosen. And then coming to the head, the crown of the head, I want you to imagine that light and that energy, and that awareness that you've brought all the way up to the crown of the head and kind of sit tall, bring some breath, exhale. Inhale some love and peace for yourself and exhale all of that stress. Wonderful. Great job with your restfulness. You can use this in your practice and every day when you may need some moments just to kind of reset the body, even if you're just coming to some quick breath. So what are power affirmations? So power affirmations is a positive way and self-affirmation to bring positive thinking. So these are intentions of hope and positivity that will help you ground. They will help you feel good about yourself. They'll help you kind of get into the zone. Um, some people will use mantras, so that's a repetitive um, phrase. But power affirmations does not have to be a, um, a repetitive mantra, but it is definitely a way of rephrasing things that have come up. So say you have a body issue and say, no, I am beautiful. I do have a beautiful body. I am good enough. I am happy. I do, you know, love my best friend, my mom, my dad. I am full of inner strength. I can do this. I can finish my work. I can go to school. I can finish, um, accomplish X, Y, Z, put that into your, um, you finish your sentence. Um, but the whole part of it is changing the way you perceive things and changing the negative into a positive. And that affirmation, so if I wake up in the morning and I say, you know, I am good enough. I can tackle the day. I am tired, but you know what? I am going to go forth and I'm going to do something more than the average. I will make a difference. I will do this. We'll do that. And just saying it, yes, I feel this way. Now the groundingness kind of comes in is um, you putting your feet into the floor, you know, um, grounding your inner self and your body, you just say, hey, you got it. I've got this. And it will bring you a little bit more um, inner thinking and positivity. The breath work, like we were saying before, that gives you um, strength. 
In this picture here I just took of was um, Amy Cuddy, how I was talking about before, was the research that we went over on uh, the power posturing. Um, I was lucky to meet her for a Harvard um, Business Club uh, meeting. She did a, a, a really amazing talk on her posture thinking and posture um, research, and I really enjoyed uh, going to her uh, book signing and to her event, so that was us. She took a picture with me, so I was just really glad to talk to about her research and how it actually can be used every day. And then I also use it through um, yoga posturing and, and how we explained before. So we're talking about power thinking, right? And what are those statements about power affirmation? And what, what do we say when we do that? So here are a few that you can do. It's a beautiful day. I can do this, I am powerful, I am grateful, I'm going to get that job, I'm amazing, I love my family, I, I am enough, love goes me, with me wherever I go. So some things that I do is I not only um, say these things, but then I do a physical um, aspect that I'll do to make it work. So I'll take my hands and I'll take my fingers and I'll do like, I am happy. So I'll take my fingers and I'll touch my thumbs and I'll say, I am happy. I am happy, or I can do this, or I'll look into a mirror and say, yes, you got this. And that thought, you know, even if it's just five minutes or five seconds of the day, that could um, make a difference. Let's take a moment and, and enjoy guided meditation on being your powerful self, the powerful thinker that you are, bringing prana, being breath, using postures, eating powerful foods, taking things and being in the present moment and realizing that you are the power thinker, you are powerful to help yourself in your healing and building your strength. So let's assume a comfortable position. Take this moment to gaze slowly at the ground or close your eyes and Start to reset, relax. Take a deep breath in through the nose. Exhale through the mouth. H-A-Ha. Now inhale through the nose and exhale through the nose. Inhale. Exhale out, emptying out the lungs. Take a nice inhale in, emptying out the lungs completely this time. Each of these breaths, not strained, just notice the inhalation and the exhalation, the ebb and flow of your breath. The strength that your breath brings The exhalation, how it releases the tension. And with every movement of inhalation and exhalation, discover an unhurried pace that helps release ideas and thoughts within the mind and allows you to let go. Lower those eyes or close the eyes and think of a place that is beautiful. 
Let yourself almost smile in that picture, the place in your mind. By picturing this place, for me it may be beach, the waves crashing, the smell of the salty water, me walking on the sand with my toes, and the warmth of the sand. I don't know what that place is for you. Maybe a park bench, maybe with family, friends, or just a quiet room. Picture that beautiful place and breathe into it right now. Keep that picture in your mind. Bring color, just an aura or light surrounding that picture and that moment of happiness, beautiful and powerful thought. This time, take that moment and picture, think of yourself in a powerful situation, in something that you can imagine yourself overcoming. Take yourself there and say, I can do this. Let's give ourselves an affirmation. I am good enough. I can do this. I am beautiful. Imagine yourself in that situation, overcoming, being the powerful thinker you are, and using your mind, your body, and your spirit to be as positive and loving to yourself and others. Walk into this situation, walk into this scene, embrace it, be a part of it. Imagine yourself, you're sitting in this, this beauty, this place, this lovely entity of yourself. You manifested it, it will bring you peace, it will bring you that positivity, and you have the powerfulness and the mindfulness to bring this into truth, and it will happen. Believe that. You've created it in your mind, so then it now will be true. Take a breath in. Feel the calm and serenity within you. Relax the hands. Relax the neck. Wiggle the toes. Roll the shoulders up and back. Relax your fingers and your arms. Slowing the breath. Bringing yourself peace. There may be a heaviness within, but it's a good heaviness. The hands and the arms become warm. Those thoughts come and go. Now just think about the power that lies within you. Releasing the tension, getting you through the day. Unclench the thought, your jaw. Relax your face. Let go of anything that doesn't serve you. You don't need Take a moment to put your hand on your heart. Feel your heartbeat. Sit with that. Inhale, love for yourself. Exhale, love for others and the world.
a moment here. Inhale. Exhale. As the silence rushes through the mind and things may come up, it's okay. Just observe it, be aware, let them go. And really stay centered and into the focus of what your powerful scene and your powerful moment is right here and right now. Observe your heartbeat and how it may relax and go a little slower. And breath is in your control. Pause, take a moment, and observe yourself overcoming, being the best version of who you can be. Powerful healer, powerful thinker. In your powerful moment, you've got this. You are good enough. You are beautiful. You are amazing. Remind yourself that it is all within the present moment. Just time to pause, time to rest, time to breathe. Feel the goodness within and reset yourself in this meditation. And slowly come back into this moment. You can flutter the eyes open. Roll the shoulders up and back. Don't forget to smile. May your strength and peace bring balance each and every day. Light and love and strength. Namaste. Thanks for listening to Mindfully Integrative with Dr. Damaris G. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. If you enjoyed our show, support us by leaving a mindful review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite streaming site. If you would like to be a guest of our show or interview, email us at info at damarismaria.com. If you want to learn more about the resources mentioned in the podcast, you can find those in the show notes. To connect mindfully with Dr. Damaris G., reach her at www.damarismaria.com or connect via social media links. We appreciate your time connecting here with us. May your strength and peace within bring you more balance every day. Namaste.